Hi, I'm Dr. Alicia Armistead. I'm a chiropractor who specializes in nutrition in New York City and Connecticut for over 14 years. And I wanted to talk to you today about blood sugar. I think the number one bad habit we have that affects our health in general is eating sugar. Even if we don't eat a lot of cakes or cookies or candy, there's sugar in salad dressings and ketchup. The food companies put it in everything because adding it to their food makes us want to buy more of it. As a chiropractor who specializes in nutrition, I see how helping patients remove sugar from their diet is the fastest way to lose weight, increase your energy, and get the body healthy. Whether you are suffering from headaches, stomach aches, joint pain, bowel issues, or trouble sleeping, taking sugar out of your diet can do wonders. I use muscle testing to get biofeedback from the body to design very specific nutrition protocols for my patients, and I see all the time how getting sugar out of the diet helps my patients. I see on a daily basis how sugar causes depression, causes the body to store sugar as fat instead of using it for energy, causing people to have energy lows, weight gain, and blood sugar issues that if not helped will lead to diabetes. If you're worried about your health, try to cut white refined sugar from your diet. Anytime you eat sugar, inflammation increases in your body and stress is put on your digestive system and pancreas. Over time, when inflammation gets high enough, the body has a harder time digesting the sugar, so insulin resistance will occur. If insulin resistance continues and gets worse, it will turn into type 2 diabetes. Besides poor blood sugar control, being obese is another reason for inflammation and type 2 diabetes to form. Although type 2 diabetes can develop in patients of normal weight, most doctors agree that obesity is a driving force. After fat cells have expanded as a result of weight gain, they sometimes do not get enough oxygen from the body and start to die. This cellular death recruits immune cells to the scene, and overactive immune system will cause inflammation. If we are to prevent diabetes, we don't want chronic inflammation to turn into anything, but at the same time, it's tricky to deal with. The problem is that chronic inflammation is often invisible, since it does not show telltale signs the way acute inflammation does, like when you sprain your ankle. So how can you prevent or reduce inflammation that you can't necessarily feel or see? The only way to really detect chronic inflammation is to have an evaluation by your doctor. He or she will review your symptoms, have blood work done, and perform a physical exam. At Healing Arts, we test for chronic inflammation using muscle testing to identify the inflammation and suggest specific lifestyle changes to our patients. Otherwise, the best approach is to prevent conditions related to chronic inflammation. It goes back to the basics, maintaining a healthy weight, choosing a good diet, mindfulness, getting plenty of sleep, meditation, and exercising regularly. Even though these are basic steps, it can be overwhelming to do them on your own. So start with just one change, and once that feels doable, maybe after a week, then start with another change and go from there. If you're ready for a big change and you're ready to jump in and restart your metabolism and really get the sugar out of your diet, I do have a 10-day sugar cleanse where you eat only certain foods for 10 days to get your blood sugar into balance. A lot of my patients ask about juice cleanses and ways to detox through diet. I don't love strict juice cleanses because the blood sugar doesn't necessarily become stable and the weight lost during the time usually comes right back afterwards. I also feel the body needs protein and healthy fats even during a cleanse. 
if you exercise, you definitely need protein and fat. So if you really want to do a juice cleanse, I suggest juicing throughout the day and then having a dinner of four ounces of protein with two teaspoons fat with another juice or a side of non-carbohydrate vegetables. Also be aware that too many fruit juices does not help the body or the blood sugar and the juices you drink should be at least 50% more vegetables than fruit. The healthiest way to do a cleanse is not with juicing, but by eating only certain foods. That's why I created a 10-day sugar cleanse. In the cleanse, not only does it get rid of all fruit except for limes and lemons, but also gets rid of just about everything that turns into sugar in the body. The only carbs allowed are beans, brown rice, quinoa, and sweet potatoes in limited amounts. This cleanse works by removing sugar from your diet, which is the fastest way to lose weight and increase your energy. When your blood sugar is out of balance, it causes depression, causes you to store sugar as fat instead of using it for energy, causing you to have highs and lows in your energy and leads to diabetes. In so many ways, doing this sugar cleanse is healthy for you. So for more detailed instructions on what to eat and what not to eat on this 10-day sugar cleanse, there's a link in the description for more details. When you first start the cleanse, your cravings for sugar may be more pronounced, actually. After you get over what I call the hump, you will stop craving sugar altogether. Hard to believe? I never thought it would happen myself. It usually takes three or four days to get over the hump. So this is the point in which you'll have to buckle down and use all your willpower. Believe it or not, the longer you stay off of sugar, the easier it gets. This doesn't mean that you'll never be able to eat fruit again or enjoy a baked potato. This is a temporary cleanse to correct your blood sugar. This is when the cravings for sugar disappear and your energy goes way up. Not to mention that most people see a huge difference in their skin. Sugar makes you overweight, tired, and ugly. I wish I was kidding about this, but I'm actually quite serious. Eating fat doesn't make you fat, sugar does. Eating too much sugar and carbs is the reason that most people feel tired all the time. Not to mention that sugar zaps the collagen in your skin and dulls your complexion. Most Americans consume up to three pounds of sugar every week. It's not easy to stay away from sugar because they put it in almost everything these days. It's added to so many processed foods we eat, not just what we considered sweets. So when it comes to weight gain, raised blood sugar insulin levels causes it to happen. Insulin promotes the storage of fat. So when you eat foods high in sugar, your insulin goes up and your increase in fat storage is a result, resulting in rapid weight gain. Being a recovered sugarholic myself, I can speak from experience how difficult it is to get off of sugar. The more sugar you eat, the more your body craves. So just by limiting the sugar, that won't help. You literally have to cut it out completely, cold turkey, to stop the addictive cycle. Studies have shown that it, sugar is as hard to get off as cocaine. And it literally plays in the brain receptors just like cocaine would. That's how addictive it is. When I'm talking about sugar here, I'm not just talking about white table sugar. I'm also talking about bread, fruit, fruit juices, tortillas, baked goods, honey. All of these get broken down into the same thing, sugar. Signs that your blood sugar may be out of balance. You crave sweets or sugars or bread products. That's almost a guaranteed sign that your blood sugar is out of balance. 
fatigue after you eat or what I like to call a food coma, get lightheaded if meals are missed, eating sweets that doesn't actually relieve the craving for sweets, dependent on coffee to keep yourself going or to get started, difficulty losing weight, And so how do you balance your blood sugar? Well, besides the 10-day sugar cleanse, you could eat more protein. You can make sure you're digesting properly. Eliminate simple carbohydrates and sugar from your diet and eat more complex carbohydrates. Eat more good fats and essential fatty acids. Eat more fiber. And I want to go through superfoods that can really help with blood sugar control now. Add these foods into your diet and it really can help. Food can truly be medicine and these can help you heal. Extra virgin olive oil. This type of olive oil offers great taste plus type two diabetes friendly monosaturated fat. Extra virgin means that the oil is minimally processed, which protects its more than 30 antioxidants and anti-inflammatory plant compounds. Drizzle it on salads, use it to saute, Now, kale is one of the healthiest vegetables. One cup delivers 206% of your daily required vitamin A, 134% of your vitamin C, and 684% of your recommended intake of vitamin K. It's also a top source of lutein, which is needed to help prevent eye issues that are common with blood sugar patients. Add chopped kale to soups and salads or just juice it. You can also tear it into leaves, into two-inch pieces, spritz it with the extra virgin olive oil, and bake until crisp for a bowl of kale chips. Do not actually eat kale if you have a thyroid condition. Nuts can be really helpful. I mean, yes, they're high in calories, but they're calories well spent. Most kinds have about 170 calories per ounce, along with heart-healthy monosaturated fats, protein, and fiber. And nuts can help stabilize blood sugar. Reach for a small handful of nuts instead of potato chips. Sprinkle them on your oatmeal, yogurt, salads for an additional crunch. Salmon is great. Rich in omega-3 fatty acids, fatty fish such as salmon may protect against chronic inflammation and diseases related to chronic inflammation. I recommend eating omega-3 rich fish only once a week though because of the risk of mercury toxicity. To get real health benefits from omega-3 fatty acids, it's best to get it in supplement form from a supplement company testing for mercury to make sure the omega-3 is safe. Cinnamon, a spice that will lower your blood sugar and it tastes great, easy to add to your diet. Sprinkle it on top of baked sweet potatoes, oatmeal, or anything you want. Broccoli, it's one of the most beneficial vegetables from the cauliflower family. Broccoli contains high quantities of sulforaphane that helps in regulating blood sugar and calming blood pressure. Apart from being anti-diabetic, broccoli also helps in detoxing the body. Buckwheat. The dietary fiber and resistant starches contained in buckwheat make it a superfood for diabetics. Since it takes the body a longer time to break down the complex carbohydrate, blood sugar levels rise evenly, preventing drastic spikes in blood sugar. There's also a compound in buckwheat groats called inositol, which helps to lower elevated glucose levels. Buckwheat is also anti-inflammatory because of the rutin in it, which is an antioxidant. 
Antioxidants can help protect the body from damage caused by free radicals, which can cause oxidative stress and form inflammation, affecting blood sugar levels as well as triggering a variety of diseases. Buckwheat is usually found as raw buckwheat gross or in a flour. Both are highly nutritious to keep in your kitchen since they can be used in numerous ways. It's easy to add groats to stews, soups, or in salads, have a bowl of buckwheat instead of oatmeal, and use buckwheat flour in muffins and breads. Actually, I love buckwheat pancakes. When trying to stay away from sugar, we want to read food labels. Sugar is obviously in cakes and cookies and candy, but there's also hidden sugars in salad dressings and ketchups, hummus, things you wouldn't even think of. So start reading labels and look at the ingredient list for the word sugar. Yet, food companies have gotten really smart in trying to hide the sugar content, so they started naming sugar by other words. Here's a list of words that are also used for sugar when reading food labels. Dextrose, cane sugar, carob syrup, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, evaporated cane juice, fructose, glucose, inverted syrup, lactose, maltose, malt syrup, sucrose, succinant, and triacle. Other foods to avoid when lowering your blood sugar is fruit. Everyone thinks of fruit as healthy and it's a good source of vitamins, but the actual fruit sugar can be an issue. Plus, with the changes that we have made to it, an apple 50 years ago contains less sugar than an apple today. We want to stay away from fruit unless our blood sugar is normalized. When reintroducing fruit back into the diet, we usually start with berries, limes, and lemons because they are lower in sugar than other fruits. If that goes well, then we'll start introducing other foods. Even with normal blood sugar, I suggest for the average patient only one serving a day. Don't worry, the vitamins you're missing from the fruit is actually found in vegetables and other food. If you're going to avoid fruit, then we definitely have to avoid wine. It's a double whammy for blood sugar because the fruit sugar is one thing, plus the alcohol is inflammatory, putting stress on the digestive system, pancreas, and liver. So the third food to avoid is alcohol. Sometimes people really do want something sweet, so we muscle test to see if honey, maple syrup, coconut sugar, or stevia are okay for them in moderation. The fourth food to avoid is wheat or white flour. Refined, processed wheat is stripped of most of its nutrients. As the bran and the germ of the wheat is removed, white flour is even worse, as most of the vitamins, Bs, E, folic, calcium, zinc, iron, and fiber are lost, and chlorine is added to literally bleach it into being white. This leaves you with a useless, starchy food that has a host of negative health consequences, not just on your blood sugar. Eating refined grains can directly contribute to obesity, high cholesterol, heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. Traditionally, all grains and seeds, including rice, were sprouted. As much as 20 times more nutrients are found in sprouted seeds compared to processed seeds. Before the usage of commercial farm harvesters, Wheat naturally sprouted in the field before it was milled into flour. During the Industrial Revolution, grain was quickly harvested and unsprouted and moved to storage bins. Sprouted foods are considered superfoods. 
They rank as the most nutritious of all foods available. So as you avoid wheat and white flour, shop for sprouted flour instead. Organic sprouted wheat flour is available. I'll leave a link in the description below. And sprouted grains can be found in health food stores. Food for Life Ezekiel has bread and cereals that you can find in regular grocery stores. And if the flour is sprouted, here's the benefits. It's easier to digest. For sprouting, breaks down the starches and grains to simple sugars so your body can digest them like a vegetable. It has increased vitamin C, increased vitamin B, increased carotene. Actually, sprouting it can increase carotene up to eight times. It has increased enzymes, for the enzymes are actually produced during the sprouting process. And sprouting also neutralizes enzyme inhibitors, which are present in bran of all grains, and they inhibit the absorption of calcium, magnesium, iron, copper, and zinc. Sprouted grains are significantly higher in protein, vitamins, and enzymes. In fact, one of my favorite protein powders is Garden of Life because they use sprouted grains for protein. Sprouted grains have low glycemic index, so they are digested more slowly by the body, keeping the blood sugar levels stable for longer, making people feel more satisfied. And this actually leads to snacking less. Those who have allergies or intolerances to wheat or grains in general may find that they have absolutely no negative health reactions to sprouted grains. So the first goal is to get your blood sugar under control by cutting out white refined sugar, fruit, wheat, white flour, and other simple carbohydrates. And then when your blood sugar is in control, then maybe do a fruit a day or add in a natural sweetener like honey or coconut sugar. You'll find the right balance for yourself. Everything eaten in moderation and your body will thank you.